0: section 8 of mr dooley in peace and in war by finley p dun this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by don w jenkins section 8 on general miles's moonlight excursion dear oh dear said mr dooley I'd give five dollars and I'd kill a man for free if I was out of this sixth ward to night, and down with General Miles grand picnic and moonlight excursion in poortherricky tis no comfort in being a coward when ye think of them brave lads facin' death be suffocation in bouquets and dyin of waltzin' with the pretty girls of poether ricky. I did not know whether General Miles picked out the job or whether twas picked out for him, but anyhow, when he got to San Diego de Cuba and looked around him, he says to his friend General shafter "General says he, ye have done well so far." He says, "Tis not for me to take the laurels from the steamin brow of a true hero." He says i lave ye here he says for to complete the victory ye have so nobly begun he says for you he says the wallop in the eye from the newspaper reporter the round robbing and the sunstroke he says for me the hardship of the battlefield the late dinner the theatre party and the sickenin' polky he says gather he says the fruits of your bravery he says Return, he says, to your native land, and receive any gratitude the secretary of war can spare from his own family, he says. For me, he says, there is no way but for to return me back upon this festive scene, he says, and go where Judy calls me, he says. Orderly, he says, put a bottle on the ice, and see that me gold pants that I wear with the pale blue vest with the diamond buttons is ironed out he says and with a haggard face he walked aboard the excursion steamer and went away i'd hate to tell ye of the thriles of the expedition hennessy when the picnic got as far as punch on the southern coast of Por ricky general miles gazes out and says he this looks like a good place to hang the hammocks and have lunch says he forward brave men says he where ye see me diamond sparkle says he forward and plant the croquet arches of our beloved country he says and in they went like intrepid warriors that they are on the beach they was met by a delegation from the town of punch consisting of the mayor the common council the police and fire departments the grand army of the republic and prominent citizens in carriages general miles making a hasty toilet advanced unflinchingly to meet them gentlemen says he what can i do for ye he says we comes says the chairman of the committee for to offer ye he says the run of the town he says WE HAVE HELD OUT, HE SAYS, AS LONG AS WE COULD, HE SAYS, BUT, HE SAYS, THERE'S A LIMIT TO HUMAN ENDURANCE, HE SAYS, WE CAN WITHSTAND ye NO LONGER, HE SAYS, WE SURRENDER, TAKE US PRISONERS AND RECEIVE US INTO YOUR GLORIOUS AND WELL-FED REPUBLIC, HE SAYS, BRAVE MEN, SAYS GENERAL MILES, I CONGRATULATE YE, HE SAYS, ON THE HEROISM OF YOUR DEFENSE, HE SAYS, Ye stuck manfully to yer colours, whatever they are. He says, "I only wonder that ye waited for me to come before surrenderin." He says, "I welcome ye into the Union." He says, "I don't know how the Union'll feel about it, but that's no business of mine." He says, "Ye will get yer workin' cards from the walkin' delegate." He says, "And ye'll be entitled." He says to pay your share of the taxes and to live a while and die when ye get ready he says just the same as if ye was born at home he says i don't know the names of ye but i'll call ye all casey for short he says put your bouquets in the hammock he says and return to punch he says and freeze something for me he says for me throat is parched with the laborers of the day he says the rest of the evening was spent in dancing, music, and boat riding, and an enjoyable time was had. The next day, the army moved on to Punch, and General Miles marched into the ill-fated city, preceded by flower girls strewn roses and geraniums before him. In the afternoon, there was a lawn tennis party, and at night, the general attended a banquet at the Grand Palace Hotel at midnight he was serenaded be the remember the main banjo and mandolin club The entire populace attended with pork chops in their buttonholes to show their petriism the next day after breakfasting with major casey he set out on his weary march over the rough flower-strewn paths for san june he has been in great peril from a withering fire of bouquets and he has met and overpowered some of the most savage orators in porter ricky but when i last heard of him he had pitched his tents and ice-cream freezers near the enemy's wall and was gradually silencing them with proclamations they'll kill him with kindness if he don't look out said mr hennessy i dunno about that said mr dooley but I know this that there's the making of great statesmen in poor Thriricky, a proud people that can switch as quick as them lads have nothing to learn in the way of what Hogan calls the signs of government, even from the Supreme Court. End of section 8. Read by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California. Shaggybark.blogspot.com.